I've never seen it record before. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. That's there what it, it looks like. Ooh. Hello, it's distracting. Hi, Hello and welcome to another week of the Mmm Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> My favorite was once you said it like mm! Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening, following, DMing. Uh, subscribe. We're not on YouTube. But following um, and yeah. This, thank you very much. Guess, yeah. guess what? <laughs> you're you're following. You're what? Subscribing, listening, following, following, <laughs> following has gotten us to top thirty percent of podcast. We are in the top thirty percent of all podcasts in the world. And <laughs> I'm telling you one thing that that sounds a lot more impressive than it is. <laughs> Um, but your statistics are in the top 30%, so thank you I mean, for it looks pretty beautiful. This is how I imagine it. you got a line of 10 people. Yeah. And you go from 1 to 10, and we're the third person. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. Like, the, our first our first episode, which obviously is the one that's done um, best, because it's the first one, and people are excited. Um, our first episode, I've imagined, we're not going to state the numbers on here, obviously, but I've imagined all the people that have listened to it, in like a crowd, and then I've imagined just us talking about bees, <laughs> and, and and that amount of people has listened to us, and that's pretty fucking cool. That is cool, yeah. We um, need to do a live show. We should day. totally. We should do. You know, what? I've been thinking about this. Our um, because we said we're gonna do twenty episodes this season, right? Yeah. We should do a video version for the final special. Mm, we could. Yeah. Right. Now that it's on here, we need to do oh, twenty no! episodes. <laughs> no, we are. We are gonna do twenty. Yes, for, we um, are. That's a season. So, yeah. Thank you for making us top 30. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. My legs hurt like a motherfucker. Why? Because you're went, sitting because down. You're not used to <laughs> Not right now. Just generally. Because I went horse riding for the first mm. time yesterday. And the amount of pressure this fucking horse needed to go was <laughs> just tremendous. And my inner thighs are killing me. Ah, yes. I can barely walk today, you know? <laughs> but it was fun riding a horse. Very fun. There was a, a, only a split moment where I was relaxed and felt like Carl Drogo. Ah, uh, yes. Only a split. And yesterday I thought about um, if I ever buy a horse, um, I will name it um, Shadowfax, like Gandalf's horse. Because I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nerd. Oh, what's up with you? <laughs> Still walking Still walking dogs. dogs. <laughs> I'm just thinking... You had an inspiration thing yesterday. I I had. I've had an inspiration for quite a while and I'm writing and uh, yeah, I cannot really say anything about it because no, I yeah, don't want yeah, to spoil yeah. it. Of course, yeah. But inspiration is a brewing. Oh, I'm <laughs> podcasting in a kimono today. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm podcasting in my little red slutty kimono <laughs> that, that Sabrina gave me. Okay, this is present. three and a half minutes of complete bullshit. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's you, you have heard enough of yeah, us. Yeah, let's, let's go, let's listeners. Sorry. <laughs> Why are they always <laughs> like this? This is a brand new Okay, okay, okay. okay. Because I'm pressing the button and then I gotta open up my notes and it's a whole action. Um, we are. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> we are actors. We cannot memorize okay, okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and buy celebrity products. What celebrity products do you know? Um, I know the Brian Cranston. Dos Hombres Mescal. Yes. We have Aviation. That's Ryan Reynolds. The Gym. 
Mm-hmm. And then the most trendy current one is Houseplant by Seth Rogen, which is his, uh, <laughs> it's weed. Yeah, but it's been out for a while in Canada. But he just um, released it in California. Cameron Diaz has a cookbook. Cameron <laughs> Diaz has a cookbook. <laughs> Shut up. I think she has a winery as well. Like um, wine yard. Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt had a winery for Rosé, I think, ages ago. Well, they don't anymore. Or it's a, one of them has it. It's not a joint one anymore. Joint. Like Seth Rogen's <laughs> house, but uh, um, there you go, Seth Rogen. You, you can use that you, one. For do, you, me. do you know? Do you know? Do you know how he sends it? So Elspeth, like besides the weed, he sells. Um, he made because he Seth Rogen obviously is the type of guy who does pottery. So mm. he made he designed himself a little ashtray, and then the ashtray there is a little kind of placeholder for the ashtray, which he says can be a second ashtray, and then with that comes a little vase because quote unquote he thinks flowers are cool <laughs> um which is dope like a little little smoke set um yeah yeah. <laughs> um, yeah you have a little smoke set yeah but it's uh it's only in california and canada and yes. the states like in the states yes. in california the state of california <laughs> state but not in not in all states yes not in, in the entirety of United States of America. Have you bought any celebrity products? No, ever? I don't think I have. Not I've, even Finnish ones. I've bought Aviation, the Ron Reynolds. Well, gym. how was it? Good. Very good. Um, very different. But apparently that's the thing with most American produced gym is that it's um, it's a lot more herbally and a lot more kind of... Um, because the gym in the UK, it's kind of, uh, most brands are very similar to one another. Yeah. But apparently, American-made gym is very, a lot more botanic is the word, I guess, that I would use. Mm. Um, but it was very good. Uh, it's so kind of herbally and botanic that I would drink it just neat, no tonic. <laughs> you know what came into mind? When we are talking about celebrity products, uh-huh. are we including everything Jamie Oliver is into? Uh-huh. Like fucking scissors. Everything Gordon <laughs> Should Ramsay I buy Jamie it? Oliver scissors? Should I buy Gordon Ramsay's book? Um, I have one Gordon Ramsay book. Yeah. Or um, I gave it to my sister. And uh, it is, it is kind of like a book version of those YouTube videos that he makes, should I say. Oh. So, uh, in this a- day and age, don't buy Gordon Ramsay's cookbook because you can find that shit on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the 37 celebrity liquors and spirits ranked. Apparently, uh, Marilyn Manson, who is now cancelled, uh, <laughs> has his own Manson. The Manson. <laughs> and then we have George Clooney has a tequila. Oh, also we have the, uh, the Rocks tequila. Um, what's it called? Uh, Teremana. Why is every celebrity into alcohol? Why doesn't anyone make like a coffee or, or some YouTubers have made coffees? YouTubers. Um. Well, I guess alcohol because it's most, most. Um, you buy a bottle of alcohol, you're gonna net worth a lot more than a thing of uh, a packet of coffee. Depends on your market. True, because you could sell. And oh. the- Always depends on the quality of product because people will buy good quality. Matthew McConaughey has a bourbon. Okay. Bob Dylan has a whiskey. (laughs) Um, Once again, I say alcohol everywhere. What are these celebrities? Maybe it's because I googled celebrity alcohol. Ah, Well then, celebrity products. 
Also, little brackets, um, this, the Voyager station has not responded to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they ghosted us. Yeah, they totally ghosted us, those damn people. Um, this, is not, this is not good customer service. No. I will remember this. No, absolutely. When, I when Voyager becomes a thing. Oh, you know, this is actually quite trendy. Because recently, in kind of the past month, Seth Rogen did Houseplant. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rock did Zoa, which is his new energy drink. And then I think it's Kendall Jenner who did her own tequila, um, which is beyond the point. But apparently mm-hmm. it's quite good, via reviews, um, which, I, I'm, sure. I'm wondering how much of these celebrities, are they kind of just the brand of their own product? You see, if, if, we, mm. have a, if we have a team of, let's say, wine experts, if mm. I want to make a wine, I'm a celebrity. If I want to make a wine, I'll probably go to experts. Like, what would we combine? And then they're like trying to provoke me, like, "Oh, what do you like? <laughs> Let's make this look like you." Yeah. But ultimately, they do all the work. Yeah. Then I taste it, and I'm like, mm, "That's some good shit." And then I put it in the market with my name. Is it like that? It's probably half of them are like that. Half of them actually. Yeah, I'm thinking probably a lot of them are like that. I know for a fact. Um, Seth Rogen Ryan... probably just like like Seth says things Rogen... so Yo, much he that on, he, he actually on, makes them. Um, he went on Kimmel and he talked about how they did the company. He was just like. He, he spoke about how the best part was they just give them strains <laughs> and then him and Evan Goldberg would just like smoke the strains and then go on about their day and then they would just talk about how each train affected them and then Jimmy Kimmel was like how is that different from what you do anyway and Seth Rogen is like not different at all <laughs> now he makes money out yeah, of now, it. now we make money out of it um, I know Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul definitely taste tested everything yeah, that's what you about. probably taste this definitely because you don't want to put your name blindly into things. But how much can you actually like contribute into making your own product? Let's say true. Like if if I, if I want to make a tequila, I don't know jack shit about making tequila, so I will need someone, and they will probably do all the work, and I'm just a taste tester who is like, yeah, let's put my name into this. This is good. I guess after like six months of drinking a different tequila every day, you kind of get the hang of it, though, right? Yeah, but you probably in 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 the middle of those six months, you yeah. probably won't just jump into like give me more responsibility. Yeah, um, you know what does make a lot of money for celebrities? Makeup. Yeah, um, Kylie Jenner, the youngest billionaire, her yeah. makeup line. Jeffrey Star. Jeffrey Star. Is popular on that. Uh, Rihanna with Fenty. I didn't know she has one. Yeah, Fenty. Well, no, Fenty is yeah, Fenty is makeup. I'm a. I my sister's into makeup. Shout out. Mm. So I know a lot about shit like this. Mm. Um, and then you know who I didn't know how to. Th- mm. I did know, but I had totally forgotten. Millie Bobby Brown, aka Eleven from Stranger, Stranger Things, Things yeah. has her own makeup line. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I remember there was a scandal about this ages ago because um, apparently she was putting on makeup like very, very, very wrongly. And people are like, oh, why would I buy her makeup line if she sucks at putting on makeup? <laughs> that, that was one of probably one of those products where they just slapped her name into it. Probably, yeah. It is called Florence by Mills. Mm. Ultimately, it, it is quite fair that you build a company and then you hire other people to do your work. Because that's how any company works. Ma- owner of McDonald's doesn't fry his own burgers <laughs> steaks and then, then do the burgers. Like, it just makes sense. But uh, then it's kind of it, what actually cheapens me from it is that it's riding on the name so much. Because mm. uh, 
yeah, I would probably just have the product anyway if it's good or just bump into it. Okay, so I found a list <laughs> of um, 30 bad, hilariously bad celebrity products. <laughs> so let me let me guide you through a couple of them. We have Trump steaks. Oh yeah, Trump steaks. And Trump has a monopoly as well. Not monopoly, but he has like a cheap knockoff version, doesn't he? Of the game? Yeah. Not, no. not like it's not monopoly. It's like it's a it's a complete ripoff of it. It's oh it's like if you've seen uh, coming to America when they have McDonald's and McDowell's, all right, that kind of thing. Oh my god! Yeah, Trump steaks. He eats them with ketchup. I hear steaks with ketchup. Steaks with ketchup. Yeah. Disgusting, just like he is. <laughs> we have Sylvester Stallone's high protein pudding, which is it's called Stallone pudding. high protein pudding. Simple enough. Um, I would think it probably then tastes like crap if it made the list, but high protein pudding, I'm not too off put by the idea. Like, because you, yeah. have, you have like Mars protein bars, yeah. which is basically a candy bar, but with way more protein. Yeah. And you can taste the difference, but it's not bad at all. So, why couldn't it, in theory, work in pudding too? In, in practicality, it probably sucks if it made the list. Yeah. Moving on. Um, moving on, another one that I found, well, we have um, Marilyn Manson's Mansinth, mm -hmm. which is... Uh, Absinthe? Yes. Which, uh, it, it, you can uh, figure that uh, out. Just ridiculously dumb. Um, the one that I personally found very uh, funny is, um, you know David Lynch? Yeah. He has a coffee. Oh! It's called David Lynch Signature Cup Coffee. Um, and at one point, he was drinking 20 cups of instant coffee every day. Is it instant coffee what he made? No, he decided to make his own because he didn't want to drink shitty instant coffee ah, every day. Ah, so that's why. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I would love to try David Lynch coffee. Mm. And that'd be weird, just like he is in his and, films. But are. the thing is also, like, what doesn't correlate me in these is that these people kind of come out of nowhere. Like David Lynch and coffee. Like, obviously... It is fair to assume that David Lynch drinks coffee and we just don't know about it because who cares? Those don't correlate. Like yeah. Brian Cranston, Aaron Paul suddenly making <laughs> yeah. making alcohol, Ryan Reynolds. Like, obviously, these people probably... <laughs> sounds so weird. Like, these people drink. No, but like, these people enjoy a sip of tequila or gin or whatever yeah. now and again. So... um Obviously, it makes sense to make them, but then it just kind of comes out of nowhere because no one speaks about it. So, uh, true. <laughs> I I think, yeah. I think for Brian Cranston and Armstrong specifically, they talked about how they just, because they're very friendly, and they want to make a product together, like a thing. Um, mm. But then they were like, well, it's too early because people still see them as Walter and Jesse. Yeah. So they were just like, they were out having dinner, and then Aaron Paul looked at his glass, and he was like, should we just make an alcohol? Just mm. very random, but I have a question for you, sire. Um, sire. Say you're a celebrity. When you're a celebrity, what product would you make? Probably coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, mm, what would I want? I don't know, but my coffee would be rich and dark <laughs> and delicious. Yeah. Very heavy. And okay. and I would make a brand out of it. I would make syrups and, uh, <laughs> and machines. You could make coffee flavored. You could make um like a white Russian thing. Yeah, something. I would make an alcohol version. Yeah. 
Coffee uh, with a kick. I, I, I will, if I make it into a celebrity multi-millionaire, don't worry, my coffee brand is coming. <laughs> Your coffee uh, brand will be fire. Yes. But once again, I would need help of people smarter than me. Yeah, people who know how to make coffee. <laughs> what would you make? I don't know. The funny thing is I actually did think about this a couple of days <laughs> ago, um, but then I forgot. Um, I would make something that I personally enjoy. So, Because it has to be like, if I'm making it, then I gotta... We all know that my dream is to have my own Donner line, um, but uh, I would want, I guess alcohol is kind of cool. I guess I'd want like, uh, I, 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 I love gin, but Ron Reynolds already kind of nailed that, what, so I don't want to step on his if, toes. If you're a celebrity and you have your own, uh, let's say gin. Yeah, would it be weird to get drunk on your own gym? So <laughs> like you're just you're just smashed all the time I'll do on your own alcohol. If I make my own gin, it's gonna be the gin that I think is the best gin. Yeah. So that's the gin I'd be drinking because it's yeah. my gin. Yeah. It would be just weird to kind of like every time I see you drinking, then you have like <laughs> a, like your own alcohol, and you're like, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm, I'm on the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess gin would be kind of cool, but again, Ryan Reynolds did it so well. I don't want to step on his toes, but that's going to be a couple of years from now. I don't think alcohol is going to be that trendy a couple of years from now. Why? Because I think, well, it's so trendy now. Like everybody's starting to alcohol. As in celebrities yeah, making yeah, alcohol. Yeah, yeah. No, I think alcohol is going <laughs> to keep, <laughs> alcohol as a thing is going to keep being trendy. Um, celebrity alcohol, I think mm -hmm. now is its peak and in 10, 20 years, it's not going to be as much, but... Uh, I don't know what I'd make. I haven't really given it that much thought. I guess I'm thinking more about my career than like <laughs> the, the, the products. I guess it kind of, at that from. point, when you have a career, it's just a change of your thing. I so think it's, it's more of like a more elaborate hobby. I think it's mainly a um, secure influx of money. Not too. But what if it fails? Then it's not. What if it doesn't? Yeah, I mean, then it's a secure amount of money, but like if it fails, yeah, if then it you just invested your Hollywood money into something that flopped. I, I'm pretty sure those guys are not investing more than they can um, securely lose. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, no, I would, I would, I want to try a bunch of these now. I <laughs> really want to try um, Dos Ombres, but it's yeah. uh, 65 pounds, bro, for Mezcal. That is a lot. So if it was gin, I'd spend it because I like gin, but I don't even like tequila. <laughs> so, you know, and mezcal is, let's be honest, it's fancy tequila. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to, I don't want to like, not like it. <laughs> the summer is, yeah. I don't know. When, when you have your own little wine, alcohol cabinet, you can, you can just put it there <laughs> totally, as a bottle. Totally. I have a friend who has like, um, <laughs> you know of this friend I have a friend who has like uh, 15 bottles of like super expensive gin just in her cabinet yeah. and, and she just like she's like hey, do you want this type of gin this type <laughs> of gin and I'm like oh, whatever you know you pick the type of gin so should you invest <laughs> in and put your money towards that probably a bit more expensive than your average celebrity product <laughs> I think it's like any other thing, isn't it? It's, 
I wouldn't buy it based on the celebrity. I'd buy it if it's good. Yeah. So I, I'd buy it like aviation. I will gladly buy it because it's good, Jim. Yeah. And if Dos Ombres is good or if Houseplant is good, like if any of these are good, I'd buy them gladly. But if they suck, I wouldn't buy them just because a celebrity slapped their name yeah. on it. I would just, I agree with that. Uh, to me, just like celebrity products feel like they're just automatically more well-marketed yeah. products. And uh, if they're good, then you probably see the reviews online and you can do your research like you would in any other product. And you can be like, okay, this is probably worth investing in. Whether or not it was made by Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. And uh, then you can make up your own mind once you buy it. If it gets like one, two star ratings online or people say it's horrible, whatever it, the product is, that's not probably the product to go with. Speaking of marketing, <laughs> look at Houseplant's website. That is a nice website. Wait, it, 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 gets, it gets nice better. and nice. It It is very nice and then it gets a bit crappy. It's it, well, first of all, we couldn't get in because there was so much traffic, um, and we had to wait for like half a second. What do I? Mm. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> look at this! Look at this! I am it's, a, it's a beautiful website. Well, that actual website, yeah, is quite it's cool. a beautiful, and then he's got like these things kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of information about every strain and. Um, they've done like their indicas are a certain color and their sativas are a different color and it's, it's just really well put out. Yeah. Good job, Seth that's Rogen. A, that's a good website. You can tell that yeah. it's a passion. <laughs> oh, if, yeah. you, if you didn't know that Seth Rogen likes smoking weed, Seth Rogen likes smoking weed. Yes. Um, this is a... Look at this. I always thought weed was very ugly to look at. And, and Seth Rogen it looks you wrong. It, it's, I mean, the website is still beautiful, yeah. but the weed is still ugly. It looks like moldy broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> like weed in general is just... It does. When it comes in clumps, it is very ugly. It, it That is... I'm never going to not see that now. <laughs> like like moldy broccoli. Um, but he, he did like these informational videos as well. You know, know your strains, portion control. How to then, roll a joint. How to roll a joint. And then it's like, it's very How cool. to ingest cannabis go go check out um seth rogan's website everybody just to give respect yes. to but them. but do remember that if you're listening cannabis it's so cool it's like 80s video what are you gonna but, say yeah remember if you go and look at seth rogan's website remember that <laughs> Considering our fan fan base, we have a fan base. Considering hey, we're in the top thirty percent. Oh yeah, we are. Considering where our listeners are from, uh, unless you're in California or Canada or Canada, then uh, chances are weed is illegal. Yeah, still you, you in can't your brain. Uh, so use, um, use drugs responsibly, kids. I'm not. I'm not saying no, and I'm not saying yes. <laughs> Practice your own. Uh, <laughs> Use your own mind on this one. We are threading lightly on this one. <laughs> Look at this little ad for weed. How cool is that? Good job, Seth Rogen. Anyway, yeah, so um, buy it if it's good, don't buy yes, it if it's not good. Exactly. So, so, yes. Second one. Second Straight one. Let's it. go. Buy a house in my 20s. In my 20s. We're not speaking to anyone particular in this topic. <laughs> you know who you are. Yes. You know who you are. Um, if if I'm gonna cut this a bit, yeah, or tighten this a bit. If you're rich, 
and you don't want to rent, why not go for it? If you like stability, if you have the money, like if you're a millionaire in your 20s or your parents have money or whatnot, so then why not? But what I would focus on this is actually like middle class to lower yeah. class. Like you have to get a mortgage. Yeah. You gotta plan more. I agree. I think obviously if your parents can buy you a house, then sure, get a house. Yeah. But if you get a mortgage, um, I am, well, we're going to discuss, but straight out of the it bat, is, I'm on the no side on this. Yeah. It is actually, even if you're rich and you don't buy a house, buy an apartment in yeah. your twenties. Yeah. Because even if you want to move out, let's say to a house, eventually you can just rent that apartment mm. and still like own it. I'll tell you this, the only situation in which I would personally like buy property is A, if I can, if I have the money, so I will never mortgage, especially in the career that I'm in. Yeah. Because um, if you're an artist and you're thinking of mortgaging a house, I, I think like there's, there, there's so many problems with that. But um, uh, yeah, so if I have the money to afford it and then... Honestly, probably if I have a family or I'm thinking of having a family, because what's the point in buying a studio flat? Yeah. Sure, I can rent it out forever, but that just makes me like a part-time land uh, lord, yeah. lord. Yeah. So why would I buy a studio when, let's be honest, you know, chances are most people end up married and with families. So yeah. why would I buy a studio? There's also a big question of where you buy this because like let's say you buy from central london it's very different price range for a studio than out of nowhere studio like in a small town which is a, a top of shop or something and if you buy in say central london today what if what is the guarantee that you want to live in central london um five ten twenty years from now yeah um even with the money right now i have i could buy like a house not a house but like an end of a of like semi-detached house in like the most middle of the woods in Finland. Those are not expensive at all. But like, do you want to buy that? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. the question. Like, I, I understand it though, because I kind of get the fascination of owning property. It is yours. You can do whatever you want with it. Chances are it comes completely blank. So it's like you can paint your own canvas in a way. Yeah. You can make it exactly as it is to you. You don't have to answer to anybody. But that comes with a shit ton of responsibilities that are all on you. Yeah. Um, and I think people forget, artists specifically forget, like you're thinking, oh, I'll just mortgage a flat or a mortgage a house. And that will be um, the argument I hear all the time is, oh, well, I'm paying rent anyway. I'll just pay the same number to the bank. Sure. Mm -hmm. But if you're paying rent and your laundry breaks, your landlord is going to come fix that and pay for it. Yeah. And if you're mortgaging it that comes out out of your own pocket and i think mm -hmm. people really really underestimate the expenses that come with um buying something because obviously when you're renting even this place like we moved to a much nicer place right because we, mm. we, we me and matis have lived together for three years now two of which were in a shit mm -hmm. and then this this is a much much nicer place and even this place you're not kind of um we're not fixing every little thing because we know we'll move out eventually yeah but if you're buying a house you want everything to be in order all the time so there's so many more expenses yeah and i think people are i don't know if this is because this is in finland but i don't know if it's in uk or uh or bulgaria or whereabouts mm -hmm. in anyone anyone listening to this is in the world but uh in finland like let's say you buy an apartment like right. you, it, it is yours uh 
then uh, there's still those expenses that you gotta pay, let's say for people to plow the snow in from front of the apartment. Like it's still basically kind of paying rent mm -hmm. for people to clean the hallways and whatnot. So uh, you still end up paying even, it's not like, oh, I'll, I'll even if, if you buy it and you don't have a mortgage, you have enough yeah. money to actually buy it. Yeah. You still pay kind of like a rent. Yeah just for the expenses of people taking care of the property itself. So uh, it's not like you just buy a house and you're, well, a house, but uh, it's not like you buy a property and you're rent-free. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to pay anything mm -hmm. ever again because mm -hmm. there's still expenses in it. And also, let's not forget that mortgages are long-time commitments. Yeah. Mortgages are decades often, depending obviously on what your mortgage is, what are you buying, etc. Um, but it's a huge, huge commitment, long yeah. commitment. That's why I guess if you have like tenure or if you have a stable job or mm. if you're in an industry where you can easily get a stable job, yeah. I get it then, especially if you're maybe sharing a mortgage with a spouse, then I get it. I'm still not for it, but I get <laughs> it. But if you are, again, uh, even if you're making a lot of money, even if you're making like money when you make money, it's a lot of money, like a lot of actors are, you still don't know, you could get 50K today and then three years you could make nothing. Yeah. So I guess just be cautious about that. Be very, very cautious about that. Yeah. But uh, hmm. why would I buy a property in my 20s? Yeah, we keep shitting on this idea. <laughs> We're really not exploring the other side. Yeah, why would I? Because there is nothing to, <laughs> nothing good about it. I I, I get I mean, the I get the fascination. I really really do, um, and I I I, I understand. I, I guess if you're that type of person that wants to uh, just like stable living and like if you really set your mind, yeah. then I guess yeah. But then it comes back to again like, do you want to have a studio for the rest of your life? Yeah. Or then if you don't want the studio then obviously you're gonna have to move it out move out of there and then sell it or or rent it so listen i, I have a friend who was thinking of um she's a bit older she's like she was when this was happening like late 20s and she was thinking of buying a flat and then a lot of people um spoke to her about it i did a little bit not that much because i'm not that close with her but a lot of people told her objectively not a great idea and then she bought it and i kid you not maybe two months after she bought it she met her current partner and moved in with him yeah. and now this flat is just there like it's kind of renovated it's kind of completed um she's paying the mortgage and she's gonna start subletting it which is cool you know you, mm. you get because when you're subletting an apartment and you're paying off the mortgage i know for a fact our apartment is mortgaged here mm. um you are making money on top of it because you're getting it from the tenant um but it's a commitment and you don't know what's going to happen you know i think she bought a one bed two bed maybe but obviously if you want a family then you want at least a two bed yeah at least a two bed like one for you and your partner and then one yeah. for the kid minimum yeah. <laughs> minimum yeah um so you never know what's going to happen. That's my thing with buying property when you're young is that when you're young, you have no idea 
how your life is going to turn out. You know, we yeah. think we think that we've seen so much and like we, we think we have a plan. But really, when you're in your 20s, you're one quarter into your life. Yeah. Life doesn't end at 50. You know, yeah. life ends at 80, <laughs> hopefully, of course. So you have no idea where your career or love life or whatever is going to take you. Yeah. But I do understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, you just kind of see how that ties in your life and i fail to see in your 20s enough relevant reasons because you have like we do we have student loans mm. on top of that do i want a mortgage mm. especially since i'm in acting probably not and uh i don't see it as a possibility but what if i break up or find a new relationship or whatnot or like whatever something something might just happen out of nowhere or like let's say i gotta go to finland suddenly or even if i get a job in finland yeah. for like let's say a one-year theater job yeah. and then i have a apartment that i bought in the uk yeah. then i'm like what the and if you i think people really do underestimate that thing of like well if i move i'll just sublet it okay let's look at that then say you have an apartment here that you've mm. bought and you're mortgaging and you decide to move to finland let's even say it's two years um one, you got to move all of your stuff from that apartment. And we're not talking all of your stuff as if um, you're moving just like your belongings. You got to move all the furniture, everything. Because yeah. you got to sublet. Then, chances are, you got to make um, some renovations. You probably repaint it. You fix everything. You make it everything in order. That's an expense. Mm. Then, when you're in Finland, who is landlording it? Right? Yeah. Then when you come back, what happens if those people are on a contract? What happens if they don't want to move? What happens if you need to move in? Are you then renting something while <laughs> waiting for the apartment that you've bought <laughs> to be out of? Like it's so con it's not as black and white as people think it yes. is. And uh, I guess ultimately, like if it comes to the same question as when are you ready to like settle down, get a family, that yeah. type of question. Because ultimately, my in my opinion, the house comes in the or the apartment or whatever property you own comes in the same bracket. Yeah. Like, it is such a commitment that uh, if you wouldn't be, let's say, ready to start a family in your twenties, why would you get a house in your twenties? Because that's kind of the same kind of I need to settle down in this location and you know fix my life. If you are ready in that in your twenties to do that, then. Yeah, why not? But chances are, many of us are not. So, uh, <laughs> I agree. I get it when you're 30. Because I know a lot of people, when they kind of hit 30 or late, very, very late 20s, they have the sense of like, okay, I need to settle down. I need to like figure my shit out. Yeah. And I get it. Then you want a family, you want a house, you want all that. I understand yeah. that. But 20s, mid-20s, I even say late 20s, that's too early. So, yeah. in my opinion, do not buy property in your 20s no unless you are unless you are very 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 understanding and intelligible investor on property all of this is saying if you're mortgaging if you can like if you've got a million in your bank account to spend on a flat in london yeah sure yeah you can sell it you can sublet but it whatever if you're if you're the average person you you have your student loans left you still need to figure out how to make a living, you still need to figure your life out here and there, then don't add the burden of getting a house or an apartment. Because uh, that's, to me, that then what is 
is what it is, would be. It would be a burden. Yeah, I agree. That so, wraps it up nicely. Yeah, <laughs> it's a burden. It wraps up nicely. It's a burden. Don't get it. Don't get it. <laughs> Don't get this. <laughs> um, the third one is so dumb. But it's so good too. So it comes from Sabrina. Shout out. Shout out. So we we'll just we... get straight into it. Eat a London pigeon. <laughs> there's this. Oh um, my goodness. There's this um, Finnish show called Mad Ventures, and in Mad Ventures they have a Mad Cook section, and in the Mad Cook they made pigeon nuggets from Helsinki just to oh. see like, like, is it as bad as? The image of it is that uh, you eat a pigeon from the street. Oh my goodness. Have you had a pigeon? No. I have. Um, but Why? Like, when? But like, but like, dude, I'm Bulgarian. Okay. <laughs> we, we fucking is, is it a delicacy or is it like a just a crappy chicken? It's a del- What do you mean? Like to serve or to eat? To eat. To eat, it's like chicken. It's very similar. It's bird. Um, but obviously, I don't think the chicken I had was just like strolling around Central Sofia, and, and someone was like, "Come here, pigeon! I'm gonna eat ya." No, so eating a London pigeon, I guess. Well, there are two types of London pigeons. You got your purebreds, <laughs> like the Mike Tyson pigeons, and then you got your disgusting oh, Mike Tyson. Mike, Mike Tyson pigeon. has like three thousand pigeons. He loves pigeons. He collects pigeons because it's, quote, in his culture, like part of his culture, end quote. Um, and uh, okay. and he loves pigeons. He just does. He, he, he's into pigeons. I see. So you could have like a Mike Tyson pigeon, like a buff purebred <laughs> pigeon. <laughs> or you could have the shitty little birds that just like walk around the street, which I still find cute, but most people dislike. <laughs> Would you? I mean, first, the, I guess the first question is how would I have this pigeon and what part, like, do I have pigeon breast? Do I make it into a nugget? Should I have chicken Alfredo that came from a pigeon? <laughs> pigeon and uh, I think that's chicken the kind breast. Of, Let's say chicken breast. So it, oh, I mean, pigeon breast. <laughs> pigeon breast. Yeah. The, uh, originally, why would even people go for chicken? Why was chicken more of a, when we, when people hunted, why was chicken more convenient than a pigeon i think um yeah <laughs> why didn't chicken? we go to pigeon um, did someone taste test and was like yeah this is way better fuck this but um uh, i guess i guess if i would have to take a pigeon breast then i would probably make like a sub subway sandwich out of it I would probably have this pigeon. <laughs> what? I'm eating. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm eating. A, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm eating. I'm, I'm looking at a picture of a badly uh, cooked chicken. Uh, pigeon. God damn it! So someone actually went and cooked it. Yeah, a lot of people cook pigeons. How do you even get them? Because supermarkets <laughs> don't sell pigeons. So are you literally just sewer dumping these pigeons? And we're like, Ronnie, I brought dinner, <laughs> and you have this dead pigeon in your hands. They eat it um, in Asian cuisine, I think, a bit more. Interesting. So uh, I would probably do this. If it's a pigeon breast, yeah. I would I would put it in a Subway sandwich. I would melt cheese on top of it, load all kinds of uh, of um, toppings on it, and uh, hell, maybe I'll have pigeon sticks on the side. <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm reading this article, and this is the opening paragraph. It goes, um, 
When you look at a pigeon, you might see a dirty rat-like bird that fouls anything it touches with feathers or feces. <laughs> but I see a waste-scavenging, protein-generating biomachine. A food source that lives on our trash that is so reproductively prolific that we can't kill, off, kill it off. That's green tech at its finest. Pigeons are direct waste-to-food converters, like edible protein weeds that leave droppings that could be used as a fertilizer as a bonus. That is actually very true. Yeah. Meat industry is like, oh, or like green people are, meat industry is over farming, oh god, chickens, pigs, which it obviously is. But uh, why, why don't we include all animals in it? Why don't we eat pigeons? Why are we thinking in Western culture that ah soon we gotta eat insects for protein rather than pigeons? Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, in the states, there is something called the Migratory Bird Treaty Act that protects pigeons from being eaten. And also, here's another funny fact: Ernest Hemingway said that when he was poor and hungry, he would go to the park, get a pigeon, kill it, and eat it. So. What makes a pigeon worthy of this peace That's treaty good. act, That's but chicken a, is not? That is a good, good questions. question. Um, they eat them in New Orleans, I just read. There is such inconsistency on this. Like, uh, now that you say it, we should be eating a lot more pigeons. I guess maybe it's as simple as they're not as delicious. And there's pigeons... Well, I mean, any meat can be good if you just cook it well. But, uh... The pigeons are everywhere. Why not just then eat them? <laughs> this this guy answers like the question is why don't people eat pigeons? And this guy goes, animals gain the flavor of what they eat. Pigeons eat garbage, so my assumption is that they would taste like garbage. And the guy responds, does beef taste like grass to you? <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, if if pigeons would uh, be let's say produced into food, why wouldn't we have pigeon farms? Because if that's the argument, like, eh, pigeons eat trash, well, farmed pigeons probably won't. You won't eat, like, here's yeah. a half-eaten lollipop. <laughs> I think, you know, this whole thing is making me think that it's mainly a social construct. Yeah. Like, people don't eat pigeons just because they associate them with disease, but really, you can make your pigeon. I mean, delicious. ultimately, it's the same thing as, like, some... Like, for Muslim people, for example, they don't eat pork, and we're like, yeah, pig, bacon, fuck, yeah. And then we're like, oh, what the fuck, you eat dogs in China. Like, they're all animals. Like, what ultimately separates this living being from one another? Like, what is the social barrier? Well, let's say pigeons and chickens. What is ultimately the difference that other gets a peace treaty and other goes onto your plate as chicken alfredo? Like, like, what's the difference? Jesus Christ. I'll tell you one thing though. I would, I, would totally, <laughs> I would totally eat like a nice pigeon, but I would not eat like a city London pigeon. Those are absolutely... But I mean, that's also a stupid thing to say like, I want to eat a pigeon off the street. Well, you wouldn't eat a pig rooms around it like okay. central london you want to be like wow that will make a good bacon <laughs> like, like, oh obviously should, you gotta if, if you're gonna eat the pigeon obviously you gotta have a farmer doing their job and like yeah. feeding these pigeons and obviously raising them and whatnot should we call sabrina up here and ask her what she thinks on the question that she posed <laughs> we can Heidi. <laughs> but yeah no insects man we should be eating more insects
Um, <laughs> why why insects? Why suddenly insects? Because I think we gotta restructure our um, our food system. We're eating all the same stuff. Like eat more pigeons, eat more insects, <laughs> eat more. Uh, um, I don't know. What's what? What is another animal like this that could work well? I mean, rats, once again, but like, once again, my question is, if someone started actually farming rats instead of like taking them from the sewers, like, I'm gonna eat this, it's still in the sewer juices. Like, if if we farm any animal and we have chefs working on them, wouldn't it be, you know, good? Yeah. In, in such a situation... And ultimately, for example, like McDonald's, if you deep fry anything, ultimately it will become delicious. <laughs> like, let's face it, if you, <laughs> if you dip this pigeon breast in, <laughs> in the fucking grease and you just let it simmer there for two minutes, you pick it out, it's gonna be delicious. Yeah. No, I guess you gotta make... We gotta invent... Someone invest in this, please. Instead of investing in your first property, why don't you invest in a business that takes out of most of the... Otherwise would remain uneaten and then kind of this all sounds horrible <laughs> now that I say it out loud. You know what I mean? I mean like making rats, for example, a sustainable food source or making pigeons a sustainable food source or something like yeah. that. It is weird that these things are marketed for us. That's Sabrina who's that coming is, that up is, to that is tiny. <laughs> Hi tiny. Thank you. We're live. Come in. Thank you for you come pick pick the seat. This is Sabrina. Take this seat and Hello, tell us everybody. if you would eat a London pigeon. <laughs> no, I fucking hate pigeons, uh, but only the London ones because the. Oh. From here. Like you need that. to relax. <laughs> good like that. Like, no, spe no, no, speak no. like you would normally speak. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that is good. Literally. Just speak yep. into the mic. Yep. Okay. You're all good. Mm -hmm. So, would you? <laughs> no. I would not even touch one. Have you seen them? They're fucking dirty as hell. No, but that's what I what that's what I said before you came on. Like, what if we have like farmers actually like raising pigeons? Because obviously you wouldn't go like <laughs> sewer pigeon. I'm gonna eat this. No, but if we have farmers who raise them like chickens, for example. Yes, but we're not talking about those ones. We are talking about those city rats, the ones that look like they've been dipped in like sea. Well, oil obviously, like, obviously, you wouldn't air. eat anything off the street, whether it be a fucking dipped French fry, because it's not? dirty. But what if you got it? What? What if you got it? Like, well, I, I, I don't like, have like, a. Like, <laughs> like, <sorry. laughs> well, if you have to, you can, Excuse but if it's a choice. In Mountain Man, they like oh rats and they take the rats from the, and the squirrels and stuff. What's the difference between eating I mean, we just, we just spoke about rats. Like, if you eat, if rats, obviously you're associating rats with like dirty and sewers and stuff like that. But then if you take rats and farm them and make them into a sustainable food source, what's the difference? It's still meat. <gasps> no, because actually, fun fact, I think. If, I don't know if it's rats or if it's mice or if it's both, but there is a um, thing in their bodies that's poisonous to humans, oh. like their poop or something. But then again, we have poisonous mushrooms, and if you boil them long enough, uh, they, the poison just evaporates. And so I, I figure like we can find a way to eat anything. There's also ultimately. that type of fish that kills you if you eat it. Yeah, blowfish. You gotta cut that it one. like exactly very specifically. One, yeah. Oh, and sea urchins. Oh. I think there's a special way you can eat sea urchins because if you don't like cook it properly, I think uh, it can poison you. Yeah, so I, I feel like we can obviously find a way to get these poisons out. The question is who <laughs> tastes so, so it? Would you, would you eat a London pigeon that is um, cold, like 
bread in London, but that is not off the city streets. No, I think the only pigeon that I would eat is those really big woodland pigeons. Have you seen them? Yes. They're like fucking huge. Yeah. And they're beautiful. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh my god. So gosh. You, would, you would eat the happiest pigeons, the one miserable on the street. That's gotta live. But the one happy and enjoying his life is like, that's gotta be the one we kill. Happy food means happy meat. <laughs> and but, ultimately, probably the pigeon isn't happy when it's killed. So ultimately, it wasn't a happy pigeon when it came to your stomach. Actually, you know that thing, like the cows, if a, if a cow was happy as it was living, it actually tastes better than yes, beef. I've heard that. That's a true fact. But Wow, we are cruel. We make them feel this false happiness and then we just shoot them. You, you, I blame you. I'm a vegetarian. I have something new to add as well. I told you this on the walk the other day. So basically, I watched this TikTok that said, like, this guy, he had chickens and pigeons and he like got a chicken egg and like pigeon sperm or something and injected it into the chicken egg and he made this like morph kind of like chicken this guy, guy made an abomination whoever you are stop it's like a bigger it's like the size of a chicken like the body but it's a pigeon and it's got a really really long like pigeon neck like a like one of those like hook things and then the legs are super fucking long Get a picture, get a picture. What, what do I Google, but, um, Sabrina? <laughs> what the fuck did I say? Uh, pigeon, chicken. Pigeon, chicken. chicken. Pigeon, chicken. Yeah, that might. Chicken uh, combo. If this, yeah. if this is a um, pigeon, chicken breed. Um, pigeon, chicken Yeah. Who? Images. Hybrid. <gasps> yeah, images. You. Hybrid. TikTok, here we go. Pigeon, chicken, hybrid, TikTok. Those are five words I did not think would be I'd be putting together. This, this, this might be saying. an urban myth if, if it's on TikTok. I yeah, feel like. Oh god, look at that! That is not. That is fucking scary. Is that not? Are you fucking joking? You see that shit in your nightmares? I want everybody to Google pigeon chicken hybrid TikTok. Is this real? That must be I fake. Don't know. That must be fake. If it's on TikTok only, like if there's no other source than TikTok, that's fake. Do you not consider TikTok a nice? Thing? No, that's no. A, it's it's yeah it's media reading. We have spoken. Educate yourself. Yes, it's all, yeah, we don't give a shit about this bit. Just get to the bit where he hatches it. Yeah! Oh! No, dude, look oh my gosh. Look at this shit. Yeah, that's a... That's real, right? No, I would say that's an urban myth. I would say there is something then, sketchy. I think it's possible, but it does look... Yeah, is it? Could you, well, how, let's Google. Let's why Google not? now. I'm sure you is can do it, possible? because they're both birds. They're not that you, you, far away from you, each other. I mean, humans and monkeys are not that far away from each other, but we cannot procreate. We're a monkey. <laughs> no, we can't. Um, has anyone seen the bizarre chicken pigeon hybrid? Huh. Is it real? How peculiar. Um, we will Google this. You, we say, tell me yeah. to eat that shit. Look at it. It's I would, but listen, we spoke about this a second ago. Like, I would eat a pigeon. I wouldn't eat the city pigeon that's like walking around on the street. But if it's a pigeon that is, uh, that has been bred, we actually, we actually discussed that. Pigeons should be eaten more often you just gotta make them delicious and yeah. breed them and yeah. it's the same food sources like insects for example it's like it should no, be a like, bit more trendy um, I don't know, it's poultry yeah in the sense in the same sense that you have like um i don't know how to pronounce is it pussin pussin <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about they're like baby chickens are like they're like really small chickens like the size of your hand like this it, it is a thing dude hen and pigeon hybrid 
It's on. Um... Yeah, but the grey ones are the ugliest ones. Oh my goodness, Good. hybrids. That's fucking disgusting. I think it's a thing. I think it's just very rare. Also, um, London pigeons and shit. They like. Um, they. I've seen that those motherfuckers like nibble on cigarette butts and literal shit on the floor. Yeah, you don't want to eat a city pigeon, but I would eat a pigeon that has been produced in the city of London. For, in fact, what I would eat a, I would eat a pigeon that's been produced in the city of London more than I would eat a pigeon that's been produced in a lot other cities. That is an abomination, that pigeon-chicken hybrid. Yo, everybody Google um, pigeon-chicken hybrid and tell me that's that, not... That's basically because pigeons and chickens don't, don't like naturally mingle with one no. another. That's like making humans fuck sheep and trying to make a baby. That's literally what it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, that's did, so sick as it is. If you did that, is that like a human rights problem or is that like a... Uh, Actually, that's an animal I'm rights problem. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something we just learned. In the States, pigeons are protected under the Migratory Bird Blah Blah Act. So pigeons are protected there. What, you don't have pigeons? In a, uh, you just well, can't you, eat them. None of us are American. Uh, we just can't eat them. Like, do, Americans no, no, no. can't eat them. Do they have pigeons in America? Yeah. Pigeons are everywhere. Are they everywhere? Yeah, pigeons are everywhere. Do you have pigeons in Bulgaria? Yeah. Do you have pigeons in Yeah. Bulgaria? Do they look the same? Yeah. yeah. You need to travel more. No, 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 I, I know, I know. There's pigeons around the world, but maybe they look a little bit different, or maybe there's not as many. No, it's pigeons. No, pigeon. I guess ours are not as disgusting as, as the London ones. But, but I have... personally like all pigeons. I find them very cute. Do you, have them? Do you like the head bob? I love that. Head. Do you know why they do the that? The head bob is the best of pigeons. Let me tell you a fun fact. Do you why know do you why feel they do so that? Much <laughs> it's actually a chicken thing, but like I think it applies to like pigeons and stuff. They push their head out to where they want to go first and then move the rest of their body to follow their head so that they don't get travel sick. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. And then if you move, like, if you hold a chicken and you move it around like this, you'll notice their head just stays in that one spot and the rest of their body never moves. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes. Thank you. We gotta wrap up. You're free yes, to go. Kitchen. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you. Goodbye, podcast. Goodbye. So, so, whoever you are, you crossbreeding fox. Stop, <laughs> stop crossbreeding pigeons and chickens. Yeah, it's, it's wrong. If right? you do it for TikTok, Cloud. You might as well fuck a sheep for a TikTok clout. You are that's the same fucking shit. Yeah, no, it's the same thing, but do not do either. Please. Do not do either. Yeah, but that's actually low-key cruel. If you're breeding pigeons and chickens for TikTok clout, yeah. that is not even low-key cruel. That is very that, that's cruel. an animal rights violation. That is, is what it is. But I will tell you something, the migratory bird blah blah act from the States <laughs> is actually good. Will come and get you. <laughs> now I understand that we, we laughed about the Peace Act first. Now it is nest. What kind of world are we living in when we need Peace Acts for birds, man? No. What the fuck is I mean, wrong with what us? What kind of a world are we living in where some dude was like, oh, you know what will get me a lot of TikTok points? Is if I put this pigeon sperm in this chicken egg and make a hybrid. Man, people man. suck. Man. Um, should you eat a, a London pigeon? Not a lot of don't, don't go hunting like out in the street. Like don't, don't but uh, the question is like should I eat or should I consider eating if there's options? Let's say let's say it always pops up those funky food markets and those that are kind of like new things like oh insects or like this insect guacamole or or whatever bird or something. So should I try something new in those? Uh, yes. Because there's many, 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 many other animals 
that we could potentially eat and take off the burden of poor chickens and pigs. Mm. So, uh, like, if we're going to eat animals, then we might as well eat them equally as long as they're healthy, because obviously you wouldn't go to the sewers to hunt pigeons. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like, if someone... If valuable sources offer you a pigeon or a wheat, it becomes more mainstream, why not? It's a, it's a bird. It just tastes kind of like a... You, you ate it. You it said it's it like, a like a chicken. So yeah. so then why not? If it's healthy for you, then I don't see why not. You said it. We agree once again. <laughs> you said it. I know. Like, don't eat. Don't go hunting. <laughs> do, not, do not grab... Oh my goodness. Do you remember about Joe the pigeon? The dead pigeon. No, the Australian pigeon. What Australian so, pigeon? So I don't know if you know this. This was the funniest news. This was well. This is our. Oh epilogue. yeah! Oh yeah! The the messenger. Yeah. yeah. This is our epilogue. So this pigeon, um, that is not the the it's uh, the tag on its foot is native to uh, USA pigeons. It doesn't exist. But this pigeon was mysteriously found in Australia. And this was during Australian lockdown. Um, they named it Joe after Joe Biden, because this was around when Joe Biden was officially president. And because it was uh, in lockdown, this pigeon was to be executed. And the prime minister of Australia had to go on the news and explain himself about why they were executing this pigeon. But then a couple of weeks later, Twitter did its thing and the pigeon was, uh, there was a pardon. The pigeon lived, and I think they shipped him off to the states or something. And now Joe the pigeon is uh, happy and 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 fly 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 on away, <laughs> enjoying his peace treaty and, <laughs> and his free life. Oh my goodness! Thank you everybody for Thank listening, for following week. everything. Make make us <laughs> next. Make us get into the twenty percent. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You, Thank you so far for making us getting into the thirty percent. <laughs> onwards and upwards to the 20. I gotta check what statistics 20% is because I actually don't think we're that far away from it. Yes, just make uh, it happen. Just to send this. And also, I, you know, I'm never going to stop about this. There's still no one from New Zealand listening <laughs> to this. Um, we're, we're hitting like a solid 10, 15 countries, but we're not hitting New Zealand. So what time the hell will, is that time will come. I know you all know people from New Zealand, <laughs> so send us off. Thank you very much. Have a lovely weekend. <laughs> Have a lovely weekend. And uh, yeah, In, enjoy, enjoy your time and uh, love yourselves. Eat pigeons. <laughs> Don't buy property. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.